So, <clears throat> I know I have been punched posting a bunch of episodes today. But, I, um, I really wanted to do this one. And, uh, the reason why will be pretty obvious in a minute. So, I wanted to talk about something I think needs to be understood. Because I think sometimes we can get caught up in this idea of caring, and you must be caring in order to solve you know, like, conflict. Um, And so, my most, probably most important argument of this episode is that emotions don't solve problems, they cause them. Um, And, and like I said, in particular, this has to do with caring and all this kind of lovey-dovey stuff. And the reason why I'm saying this is because it's important we have to become objective about what the conflict is really about and dealing with it effectively which like I said it's it's not about like saying emotions are bad and getting rid of emotions it's about making emotions secondary because emotions are irrelevant to making decision we need to stop listening to people who say that we need to be more caring about things and, and more emotional because it's, it's not true anyways um, you know like if you think that emotions solve problems they don't and everybody knows this but they don't think about it hard enough um, and so you have these lines like oh you know just love and it'll be fine you know just love and Follow your heart and all this other shit. And it's just like, that's not, you know, that's not a health, that's not necessarily going to work for you. It's not healthy to do that. Um, you might get into a lot of problems. You might get into a fight. Like, think of it this way, right? If you, if you just follow your emotions, follow your heart, like these people say, you could, you know, get anger at somebody because of fairness or whatever and get into a fight. Right? Because you think something they're doing is unfair. You can get into a lot of problems. <clears throat> There's a really good book that goes into this whole thing about emotions called Fuck Feelings. If it's a, I think it's like a, they put a blank in front of the word you or whatever. But they call it Fuck Feelings because feelings get in the way of progress. And of real decision-making power. And so if you want to solve a problem, you have to literally step outside of your emotions. Um, Because your emotions are going to guide you wrong. They may guide you right, right? But a a broken clock is right twice a day. Um, you know, that's the biggest expression, a broken clock is right tw- twice a day, because they say the clock is stuck on 12, 15, uh, you know, there's a 12, 15 a.m. and there's just 12, 15 p.m., so the clock is right twice a day, a broken clock is right twice a day, so in this case, it's the same thing, 
Sometimes if you do use emotion to solve this problem, it may work sometimes, but it's not going to work every single time. Um, and not just this, but one of the things that I've noticed will happen will, will happen if you are you know emotional at all is that the mirror effect gets stronger. I talked about the mirror effect, mirror effect before, but the mirror effect is basically like this idea that you have, you know, let's say you live in a certain area, right? Um, this is the easiest way to explain it. So you live in this area, maybe it's a really nice area or whatever, and so you assume because maybe you didn't see anything else anywhere else or whatever, you assume that this is how everybody else lives when it's not, right? Like that kind of thing. It's similar to that, basically. And so the mirror effect is playing a big, even bigger role when emotions are involved and when you aren't objective about your emotions and how they might be playing a role in your decision-making process. <clears throat> and so... Because of that, it can create more conflict. Because then you are um, even more within the mirror effect, which makes you less able to go beyond your perspective and to other people's perspective, which is what's needed if you need to go and uh, you know, solve a conflict and, and deal with a conflict effectively and not you know, make it worse. And so... This idea that you 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 need to be learn how to become more caring and kind in this way is not necessarily the most accurate way of putting it. Um, in some ways, it's right, but it's not right at the same time. <laughs> because what's really needed, in in my opinion, and this is something that I think we can find a lot of evidence for, but what's really needed is uh, a sort of objective or distancing that happens between you. And emotions, right? Because we've all had, I'm sure all of us here in the audience, maybe you listening, have had some problem with somebody at one point, some kind of fight or something, or maybe you are really deeply in love with somebody or something, and pretty much all sense goes out the window, and it's only until, it's not until later, when all, when, when the uh, aftermath comes and the uh, you know, catastrophe happens that we realize maybe like a couple of years later, maybe we were a little bit too stuck in our emotions to see what was going on in that situation, right? Um, <laughs> you know, we understand that, but we don't take it further. We don't like make conclusions based off of things like this because uh, to a certain extent we do, right? Like we say, oh yeah, we shouldn't make decisions when overly emotional like anger but we don't take it further like oh yeah you know compassion might be, help us make better decisions right what if it doesn't what if it's not that simple what if you actually have to be be distanced from all emotion or at least like I said make emotion secondary to the decision making process um, you know because the problem is perspective the more emotion there is the more perspective lock you have the more you're locked by your perspective the more you it's harder the harder it becomes to change your 
current perspective and the more you will not change your current perspective, whatever that is. And that's not what's needed in an argument and a conflict at all. You need to learn to go beyond your perspective, which means literally going beyond your emotions. Um, and so anybody who tells you that the, the solution is always love, you like, you must learn to just love everybody and just accept it. And that's not always the right solution. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Especially when dealing with conflict. But because people have been, like, given this idea that you must be more kind and caring, it can often create more conflict and more resentment. Like, give an example of why this could be right. Let's say you're in a situation and somebody is doing something that you find annoying or whatever, or maybe they are doing multiple things like this. Maybe they are taking advantage of you, but you listen to this kind of overly general advice of like, oh yeah, we must be kind to this person. We must be, you know, caring and all this stuff, right? Over time, that's going to build resentment. It's going to build problems, especially if it's, it, these uh, annoyances are very large. And so you never fix it. And one day... You just explode, and because the person, you know, because the person might not even realize that he's doing so at all, or if he is doing so, he doesn't realize that it is something that's annoying you because you're not telling this person. Uh, And so you explode at this person, and this person, not knowing any of this, goes, oh my god, what the hell? I didn't even know this person had it in them, you know, whatever it was. maybe, Maybe it is that they're being, you know, conning and whatever, right? That's also a possibility. Um, either way, you explode on this person. They don't realize that was what was going on or whatever. You go, wow. And it makes it worse because then they explode and then they get mad and they get you get mad and it gets worse and this kind of thing, right? So... The answer sometimes is you have to be, uh, you know, there's a saying you have to be cruel to be kind. I don't quite think it would would go that far. You have to be uh, able to, uh, you know, because there's two extremes, right? Because you have to be able to, like, speak up and say, no, this is wrong. But But there are two extremes to this, right? Because the other extreme is where you can become so uh, stuck in doing this, where you're you're becoming overly like some people use the words like toxic toxic masculinity. I think this phrase is a bit ridiculous for different reasons, but you know people use this phrase, and what they're talking about is what happens when people use. Too much of masculinity and it becomes unhealthy and it becomes a problem. Um, and you may think that's actually caused because this person is actually not emotional enough, but it's actually not. 
It's not. That's not why they're doing this. Um, I think there's many reasons to be on. To be fair, but I think what none of them have to do with not being emotional enough. Um, what they have to do with is unhealthily using their emotions. They're not using them properly. They don't you know how to use them properly. Um, they don't understand like what they're doing with their emotions because you know when you're kind of more of a um, you know stage orange or whatever maybe stage red or whatever it is emotions are pointless to you you know, maybe even stage blue to a certain extent they they are pointless to you in in the sense of like the way that stage green thinks about emotions like oh that's Talk about our feelings. It's, you know, like all this stuff. Right? And so because they, they are never going to do this, and they may even have an aversion to their feelings and their emotions in this way, it creates uh, a situation where they express them in unhealthy ways because they're not actually looking at them properly and, and disciplining them. They're not disciplining their emotions at all. Burying your emotions is not disciplining your emotions. Um, you may get this impression that when I'm talking about you need to make your emotions secondary, I'm talking about suppressing your emotions. I'm not talking about suppressing your emotions. I'm not talking about burying them. I'm talking about channeling them properly. Like The problem isn't your emotions. The problem is that your emotions either are controlling you or they are um, so under control. So they're either controlling you when you're going like, you know, and you, know, you can see examples of this, you know, people talk about it in like the, uh, you could, like the SJWs where they get triggered about these small little things. Like, how dare you, you're doing this. It's like. They're, they're controlling you at that point, the emotions are. Or you can see the un unhealthy aspect of this as well, where you don't know that they're controlling you, and it's even worse because they're... It's not that they're controlling you, actually. The opposite is happening. Um, it's, it's more complex. It's more ridiculous, though. But what's happening is that you are... Because you have sort of, like, suppressed the emotions buried them and said emotions are dumb and whatever it is that you might say they they kind of come out in different ways they don't come out in the same way that they they came in they showed up before they come out in like a weird behavior change and they come out in ways that are like you can see the um so you know the good example is like you, know, you could you might have a situation where somebody thinks that being emotional, being vulnerable with one's emotions is you're dumb or weak or whatever. Um, there are problems with doing that too, which I'll get into but eventually maybe. But And so because of that, not only do they try not, not discipline their emotions, they, they, they resist them and it becomes an aversion which turns them into behavior. If you don't 
discipline your emotions or control them. They, they turn into behavior. They turn into something different. It becomes more physical rather than... Uh, I mean, they're always physical, but they're, they, they're more physical than ever before. It, it almost becomes more instinctual, and it creates more primitive responses and things like this, like anger is um, kind of more of this, because anger is kind of like a, you're, you're defending your life, and so anger comes up kind of thing, right? Anger or fear. And so this, this person who's, who's done this, who's buried their emotions, have turned their emotions into uh, you know, a different kind of problem where the, the emotions are still controlling them, but it's not an overtly controlling them kind of way. Like you can, you can clearly see when somebody's being controlled by their emotion. Like, oh, how dare you? You did this, and you know all that kind of stuff, right? They're shouting. But the other kind is a, a kind of more uh, covert. I wouldn't say covert because it's not secret, but less overt kind of um, emotional control of yourself that your emotions are doing. Where it's like, yeah, you're dumb and all, all this other stuff. Like you're trolling people, and it becomes. Um, it's still very much you being controlled by your emotions. So that's what I'm, not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about burying your emotions. I'm not talking about suppressing them. I'm talking about um, literally dealing with life without consulting your emotions. Um... So, your emotions are kind of like a motivator, right? Like if you're angry, you have you 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 have to do something about something that this is something that you're angry about, right? And so you can use your emotions as a motivator because whatever just the emotions are telling you are motivating you to do something, but you can't use those emotions to do the thing itself. You have to channel those emotions by using thought. You have to become more objective and you have to like look beyond the emotions, second guess the emotions themselves if necessary and do things in a way that like, you know, keeps the emotions from coming out, keeps the emotions from being suppressed and keeps the emotions from controlling your life. Um, but it's not about suppressing them. It's not about like saying, I don't have any emotions or emotions are bad or they don't exist. It's about uh, disciplining them. Because the problem with most people is that they have undisciplined emotions. You have to learn how to discipline yourself. Discipline your emotion. Um, and and that, that's going to take a little bit of area, effort in areas in, of your life where this isn't happening. Um... And I want to go into this. I want to do an episode about this eventually. It's something I'm still trying to figure out, though. So it will be coming. I want to try and do this eventually. But basically, it's just about like learning how to not listen to them directly when they tell you something. You know, like if you're if you want to do something podcast related, but your emotions want to just sit there and, and do nothing or maybe you're really you know sad or annoyed or whatever it's it's time to ignore the emotion it doesn't mean to suppress it doesn't mean to say they don't exist 
It just means, you know, like you say, no. No emotion. It's time you learn discipline. It's time you learn not to listen to them. And in that same way, um, because honestly, they, they're they not going to uh, help you at all. And they're not going to respond any other way. People like to talk about like, oh, you must learn to accept your emotions and you know, talk about them and all this other stuff. Honestly, I don't really think that's true. I don't think that works at all. Um, it can work sometimes, but it's... Honestly, I, I find that it, it just gets you into bigger problems than it solves. It solves a certain a current, current problem, and that problem is that my emotions are annoying or my emotions are overwhelming or whatever. But... Over time, I think that can become its own kind of crutch, and it becomes its own kind of problem. Um, and you're not really disciplining them at that. Actually, you're just—it's actually more like you're. It's almost like what would happen if you just said, "I'm not going to do anything for a week except just like pig out and eat all they want to eat and just do a bunch of drugs or whatever this is you want to do." And you just kept doing that, and you said, oh, I don't want to do anything else, right? And then eventually you, you decided, okay, I need to stop doing this. Your, your, your mind has uh, kind of de- degraded its discipline. Um, f- you know, maybe it's focus and things like this because of all these things that you were doing to it before. And so in the same way, emotions have the same problem. And so you have to learn how to, like, discipline your emotions in a different way than people tell you, like, oh, yeah, just focus on your feelings and accept them and love them. It's like, you know, that's not, you know, you're, you're not really helping yourself at all. It's, just, it's not really doing anything for you doing this. You're just wasting decades of your life sitting there, like, loving yourself, trying not to judge yourself. And just accepting yourself. What is that doing at all? It's not doing anything for you. Um, to be honest with, with you. And we can disagree. I don't I don't, you know, think I'm completely right on this one. I'm still trying to figure this one out. But I don't really think it's about listening to your emotions in this way. Like, you have to, like, accept your emotions and love yourself and, you know, all this crap. It's like, yeah, sometimes that's true. But you have to, like... I mean, if you overly do this and it becomes a constant thing, it becomes a problem. And you're not, like, disciplining them. It's sometimes the most important kind of love, in a sense, that you can do is to say, no, wait. Because you, 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 if you, you're like, let's say you're, you're uh, raising a kid, right? You're raising a son or daughter or whatever. Would it serve this kid to just let them do whatever they want they just eat candy all the time and they just they don't really work or they don't really eat healthy or anything like this no because they would they would end up maybe they would end up getting diabetes they'd have morbid obesity they've had all these problems um you know maybe they would even become more and more rebellious because parents might think that this is the solution to dealing with the kid's rebelliousness, but it's not necessarily. Uh, and it may make the kid's rebelliousness worse because 
the, the kid isn't rebellious because they're because of what the parent is doing, because of what the parent is doing for the most part. It's because of you know there's different like stage red things going on there. It's, it has very little to do with the parent for the most part. Um, and instead of like dealing with that and, and uh, sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Optimizing that in a, in, a, in the best way possible, you you just let it run its course, and you don't discipline it, or you don't do anything about it, and it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, and that's you know you're you're undisciplining you're you're not disciplining your kid, and that's not healthy for you or them. This kind of thing. I'm not saying shout at the kid. I'm not saying be mean. Like, oh, you're dumb. You're an asshole. You know, it's about like setting boundaries. Like, you need to learn how to respect others, and you need to re- learn how to you know do this and and not whatnot. And it may be fun and, and good to eat candy and stuff like that, but it's gonna rot your teeth if you keep doing it and stuff like that. You know, you have to learn sometimes to be more masculine. Uh, seeming with this person. I don't mean masculine unless it's as in like gender. Masculine masculine and feminine have very little to do with gender, actually. Have more to do with states of mind. Um, you know, feminine is kind of more of this lovey, dovey, uh, like care for other people kind of thing, which can work. I'm not saying that it is a bad thing at all. But sometimes... You have to go beyond this and you have to go. You have to get up. You have to do something. Come on. Let's go do something. You know, whatever it is, right? You know, like if you're dealing with a crippled person and, or let's say somebody you know gets in an accident, right? For a while, yes, you're going to have to help them. You're going to have to care for them and do these things for this person. But if you keep doing that over and over and over again and you never help this person, you never tell this person to get up to do these things themselves to a certain extent, they're going to stay crippled. You know, they're not going to necessarily be able to uh, you know, do things for themselves. But, you know, there, there is the extreme, the extreme end of this where you're like, oh, yeah, just do it yourself. I don't care about you, you dumb fucker. You know, whatever. I just dropped my phone. Anyways, you know, don't, don't, don't come to me with your sap stories or what sap stories or whatever it is you know that kind of thing right that that might be a little bit too masculine like unhealthy masculine whatever it is right and so you like go okay you know i've been helping you it's been it's been it's been nice and you know, whatever it is but it's time that you learn how to get up on your legs and then on your feet and and get some food so i'm going to put this a little bit further away every day so that you uh so you so you can't reach it but you have to get up because I don't want you to go too far because you could fall. And I'm going to watch you every step of the way. If you, if you, you know, are having problems, I'm going to help you. But, you know, something like that, you know, so you, so you can kind of build discipline in the legs so the legs just don't become weak and, and powerless. Um, and I think it's something that has demonized in our culture now. It's like, oh, you, you're bad for wanting to be more masculine. It's like, no. No, it's necessary. You need to learn how to do this. And, and this is not something for just men. Like, I mean, sure, you, you can say that men need to learn how to do this. That's definitely true. I think some men 
have become so feminized by our culture and society and stay green and whatnot that they do need to learn how to do this. But it's not just a woman. It's not just a man thing. I think women need to learn how to do it just as much. In some ways, in some ways more because they are dealing with men who are overly masculinized usually. And so they have to learn how to like compensate for that sometimes. By, or not compensate for it, but like deal with deal with it when it becomes too um, strong, too aggressive or whatever. But it's such a it's such a like a bad thing to say that nowadays. It's like, oh yeah, but you're 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 you know engaging in toxic masculinity. It's like, no, that's not toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity, if you want to Use that phrase, it's fine. Toxic toxic masculinity is when you, like, are overly doing this. Like, oh, yeah, you're just dumb and your emotions are stupid. I don't care about your, you know, whatever it is. You're, like, you're you're taking it to such an extreme that it's not even masculine at that point. It's, it's stupid. Um, it's undisciplined masculinity, I guess you could call it. But even that, I don't think it's even right because it's not. Even masculinity, it's just what hap- What you do when you're ch- when you're like um, a teenager, but you're not. Lo- you don't know how to be truly masculine at that level yet. Really, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> but that's where the where we're at. We need to learn how to in. Uh, uh, Integrate all these different areas Areas, masculine, feminine, emotion Objectivity Subjectivity, whatever it is Because This is where we can start to Become more balanced And same thing with spiral dynamics You can, you can look at the spiral dynamics model See what parts that you're missing more of And try to Incorporate those Into your Your mind, in your life In some way because otherwise you're going to be very unbalanced. You know, I was that way for a long time. I was mostly in a kind of orange, green, and to a small extent yellow with no blue and no red at all. Um, and it's not healthy to do it that way. It, it, it creates a lot of instability. And what it actually ends up creating, actually, is a person who, when... Things do end up going bad, and they will end up going bad because you're you're um, unable to deal with conflict, or you're unable to deal with certain problems. And so, you, what ends up happening is that you end up going into stage red, but in a very unhealthy way. And maybe you become violent, and maybe you become a problem, and you start yelling at this person like, "How dare you, you mother!" You you start shouting at this person, and you don't really solve the problem, and you don't really fix it. Um, so learn the spiral Learn about the spiral dynamics You can search it on YouTube Or Spotify or whatever um, For those who are interested Actualize.org actually has His po- podcast on Spotify Or whatever podcast you use And you can search spiral dynamics And you can find it on, on Spotify I haven't looked anywhere else But yeah It's, it's over there because YouTube took down his t- uh, stage turquoise video for some reason, but it's on Spotify. So um, if you are looking for that video, it's on Spotify. Um, 
what's really cool about Spotify is you can actually like if if your podcast is in video, you can turn that off. Um, you, you can go into your profile slash settings, and there's like a data saver thing, and you can turn on certain things, and you can turn off the video mode whenever something is playing that has video on it, and it saves more data and stuff like that. But that's just a random side note, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's just about. You know, you have to sometimes go beyond this femininity idea of, like, you have to care for this person. You have to love this person. And it's like, it's not always it's not always practical, useful, or helpful to do it that way. And honestly, it's about going even beyond masculinity at a, at a certain point. Um... You you could call it yellow entity because you're you're kind of attempting to do this process in such a way that you you can start to become more uh, yellowized stage yellow by by sort of noticing all these different things you, you know this, this whole process the thing about all of this that I'm telling you now is it took me like years to undo all the all the assumptions that society has given us. That I have given myself and that you know, spirituality has given us and self-help and all these things have given us. And making new ones based on new data, new understandings and whatnot. And because I'm able to do that, I'm able to see more and more and more uh, things there that were um, otherwise invisible before doing this. Uh, that's a different, that's a deeper kind of topic and it's kind of where we get deep into philosophy, but really what it's about is changing your assumptions, changing like what you think is like, like your general like philosophy of life. Like some, some people think that the way to, you know, do things wisely is, is by getting rid of your ego, right? I've talked about this and I want to talk about that deeper eventually. But the answer is actually the opposite in some ways. The answer is in some ways strengthening your ego because the problem isn't your ego, like I said, it's, it's the id or the superego or the shadow functions. Um, the shadow, the shadow, not the shadow. Well, the shadow functions too, but the shadow as well. And so all these things play a role here. And so you literally have to start undoing all these assumptions it, it's a it's a process of experience, uh, experience, re learning uh, different things from from uh, different people, but also experience, seeing if those things match up to experience, and then the things like this. And I want to go into this because it's a very complex part of this. But anyways, do this episode, and I will talk to you in the next one.